Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. When we say Going In Raw is the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to, it's not just because we keep you up to date on the latest wrestling news. It's not just because we have full, detailed, and critical reviews of every WWE and AEW show with coverage of New Japan and, of course, AAA. It's because... Uh, wait, what? what? Why is this the only pro wrestling show they need to be listening to? Because we've been friends for over 20 years, wrestling fans for nearly as long, and work partners for more than a decade, and we literally couldn't do anything else. Uh, so we kind of need to be the only pro wrestling podcast people need to be listening to. Our livelihoods depend on it. Ah, uh, desperation's a good enough reason for me, Larson. Yeah. So subscribe to Going In Raw. A pro wrestling podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. A Colorado man pushed to Far. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. Sheriff in Granby says that Marvin Hemeyer was behind the wheel during a 90-minute rampage in that fortified bulldozer. It started just after 3 o'clock on yesterday afternoon in the town of Granby. That's about 50 miles northwest of Denver. This is video from Sky 9. It shows where the armored bulldozer ended up stuck inside a warehouse-type building. In all, between 10 and 15 buildings were damaged or destroyed, including the town hall, the library, and the newspaper building. On June 4, 2004, Marvin Hemeyer had just about enough. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm serious. Keep going. He drove his armored bulldozer through the streets of Granby, Colorado for two hours and seven minutes. Hemeyer and his killdozer tore through town, sending a destructive message through the walls of his former business the concrete plant, the town hall, and the office of the local newspaper, and the home of the former mayor, and a hardware store owned by another man, Hemeyer named in a lawsuit, as well as a few others. Hell yeah. You want more? <laughs> One mark for the little guy. Yeah, I want more. Damaged 13 buildings in all, knocking out natural gas service to City Hall, and the concrete plant, damaging a truck, destroying part of a utility service center. Despite... A lot of damage. No one was killed beside Marvin Hemeyer. <laughs> like, I was going to be like, but did he break any hearts? Uh, no, his own. I mean, he's he died. He was. Right. Yes. He. Well, OK. So you got to think when we kind of get into this, as I was in, uh, my brother mm -hmm. who when it's absolute chaos and mm -hmm. it's not necessarily always crime that is you know like a murder or or you know like a stalking or, mm -hmm. or being somebody being terrorized when it's just absolute total chaos uh, is the kind of things my brother lets me know about and such a cool brother yeah he you know? loves he loves this kind of stuff oh, and yeah he's so it's so funny too like i think when people lose it, it like my teenage bully comes out a little i'm like fuck you like it's yeah. like fuck you like well he asked me he's like he's like He's like, hey, he's like, you know about the killdozer? And I was like, <laughs> like you were you when I stopped told everything. Yes. You were about to, you're at a wedding and you left. Yeah, if it, if it's called the killdozer, which is mm -hmm. based on, there's a, a seventies, you know, kind of like, like horror mm -hmm. movie, you know what I mean? Like yeah. cars are killing, yeah. which is, you know, like Christine right. is a car, you know, killing right. cars or yeah. 
you know, it, it, he didn't name it the Killdozer, Mm-mm. but it was named the Killdozer because that's, you know, media and press. They, mm-hmm. you know, got to call it something. And if it was just, you know, if it was called like, uh, you know, Scary Bulldozer, he'd be like, okay, Killdozer? Yeah. yeah. If they Perfect. were like, if they were like truck that might harm something in no. its vicinity? No. 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 But the Killdozer has a wonderful ring to it. It sounds cool. It sounds destructive. It sounds hilarious. It sounds like it's like, a, in one draft of Disney's Cars, they were like, should we do something like that? And they were like, no, 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 too mm. soon, too soon. No, but we're going to do it right now. Yeah, well, we're Disney. Yeah, so. we're Disney. Yeah, we're pretty much Disney right yeah, now. Yeah, right now, in. Disney's not doing anything right this second, no, so no, no, we're no. doing it right now. Yeah. So Marvin Heemeyer, he owned a small welding shop in town, and he repaired mufflers. He purchased the land that his shop was on, and... Over the years, he had agreed to sell the land to a concrete company to build a plant. The negotiations were tough. He had been trouble agreeing on a suitable price. And in 2001, the city approved the construction of the concrete plant, zoning the land next to Hemeyer's for the use. Hemeyer was furious because he used the land for the past nine years as a shortcut between his home and the muffler shop. He petitioned the city to have the property rezoned to prevent the construction of the plant, but was rejected on multiple occasions. So Mm. he's already felt slighted. People were out to get him or he felt slighted or he mm-hmm. felt wrong. And I think probably in a lot of ways, and I think that's why he maybe resonated with a lot of people. He kind of had, you know, the movie like fall, falling down that yeah. kind of like falling down moment where, you, you know, the things that you want to do when you're at work or you're out and you know, you can't do when you're mm-hmm. like, I've it's been like wrong. Jo- it's like Joker a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, I, it's a little bit like that. It's like, you feel like you've been wronged and mm-hmm. there's sometimes you have no recourse. You're like, exactly. well, I, I have to function in society. You're stuck in this machine. And that's why it's like stuff like this where people snap. There's always such this, this long backstory that happens with them that we don't really get to see. But something like this, you're like, you know, this is like little by little, year after year, just grading, eroding this man's psyche until the killdozer. Yeah, he's definitely somebody who has had problems with people, especially with business if he's felt wronged. Mm-hmm. You know, it all culminated to this and when you when you when you build Happy something like day. that and you get in there like you're getting into a Sherman tank you don't have any intention of leaving Mm-mm. like you're not going to be like well no. I've made my point and now now let me go I need right. to go stop by the pharmacy pick up no. some prescriptions oh, get the he, dry cleaning so early 2003 Marvin Hemeyer decided he had enough a few years earlier he purchased a bulldozer with the intent to use it to create an alternate route to his muffler shop now however it would serve a new purpose as his weapon of mass destruction Say it with me. The, the Killdozer. Oh, I love it. I, I really, it's just so catchy and it's so like muckraking and it's so like funny too in its own deranged way. There's video because this is 2004. So yeah. not a video. It's like if you, you know, you watch a car chase. Like grainy flip phone video. No, no, it's pretty good. It's yeah? like helicopter. Oh, yeah. okay. You ever watch like a car chase? Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes the car, imagine a bulldozer. Just tearing oh through a town. God, I love it. And you're I looking at it, and you're it. like, "Is I feel like How I'm watching." How fast can a bulldozer go? Not that fast, <laughs> but you also you can't stop it. No, no, it's a bulldozer. Other people like call, maybe with a bigger bulldozer. He but. was just bulldozing. I think other bulldozers out of the way. Like it's like a video game. <laughs> it's really. I mean, to watch it, it's I like, laugh because it is so funny, but it's also it's very it's, sad. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's terrifying, sad, but yes. like also like. He began outfitting his bulldozer with armored plates um, covering the cabin engine, part of the tracks. He created the armor himself. Damn. 
So he's like, I'm going to make, he's like when Iron Man he's made like his first Iron Man shit. suit yeah. and he was like, it's I'll like make my a own. Rocketeer. He used a concrete mix poured between sheets of steel, mm-hmm. sometimes creating plates over a foot thick. It was resistant to small arms fire. Yeah, Good luck shooting yeah. it. Resistant to explosives. And indeed, the rounds fired at it had no effect. I think they, they put a pipe bomb in the exhaust. What? Nothing. Most of the cabin, there was a video camera mounted on the exterior, so see what's going on. Yeah, covered you, you by gotta a, see what's going on. Covered by a three-inch bulletproof plastic. Inside the makeshift cockpit were two monitors where he can observe his destruction. I mean, this is an entertainment center inside of a death machine. It's really, it's really diabolical. Wow. I don't use that word you, often I, enough. You don't. You don't throw that word around. No. I, will, I will vouch for you when you say that, but this is... There are also fans and an air conditioner to keep him cool while Aww. he, yeah, while he. How many cup holders? There was only one. That's all he needed. <laughs> the kill doser? Yeah. Wow, that's that's the darkest thing I've heard. All podcast. That's enough, right? Is that enough for the kill doser? Um, uh-oh, I see that face. Jason's making that face where it's actually not enough. He's got more. He's got more in his pocket. Let's put the killdozer in park and take a little break. <laughs> As you all know, every week we scour the internet for interesting, mysterious, and offbeat places to profile. But even we need a break from Googling. That's where mobile puzzle game Best Fiends comes in. A lot of what we do is putting the pieces of a story or history together. I love a challenge puzzle game, especially one that has like a big spatial reasoning component to it. Really my jam. It helps me kind of like reboot, relax, and get ready for the next podcast. Best Fiends is made for adults, and you could spend 30 seconds or two hours, or when I'm supposed to be editing the podcast, I'm playing Best Fiends. I got addicted to this game when I was traveling to Wisconsin, Chicago, and Portland. I was all over the place in November and December, especially like waiting for flights or between awkward family exchanges. It's always engaging, and every level is completely different. I got my brother back in Milwaukee to play, and we play against each other, although I am much better than he is. Thank you very much. Also, admittedly, the characters, the slugs and the bugs are very cute, which is obviously something that I often fall prey to. You kind of get invested in certain ones, collecting diamonds. The game really evolves. I play when I have a minute or two if I'm just like dipping my toe into the Best Fiends pool. And even if you're already a fan of Best Fiends, the game updates monthly with new levels and events. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Okay, if you love great crime stories, you've got to watch NBC's chilling new drama, Lincoln Rhyme, Hunt for the Bone Collector. It's straight out of the tradition of Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty, but with great modern twists. The Bone Collector is a man of exquisite taste. He's urbane and sophisticated. He's also the world's most elusive serial killer. Think Ted Bundy meets Hannibal Lecter. And he's hiding in plain sight. To catch him will take the world's most brilliant detective, Lincoln Rhyme. He may be difficult, but he's the best. He sees clues others miss and possesses encyclopedic knowledge. What's more... Catching the Bone Collector is personal. Their last encounter left Lincoln Rhyme paralyzed. Based on the best-selling book by Jeffrey Deaver, don't miss the premiere of your new crime drama obsession. Lincoln Rhyme, Hunt for the Bone Collector. The hunt begins Friday, January 10th on NBC. And we are back. We're back. Let's kill those again. <laughs> again? <laughs> it's very, very fancy. You're welcome. Also, there are non killdozer related episodes on patreon.com slash ghost town pod that's right 
bonus episodes. There's plenty fun of them. Perks, there's got to be fun pins, perks, swag, good vibes. It'll help good us times. with some of the costs. We want to do some mm-hmm. festivals. We want to do some traveling mm-hmm. with Ghost Town, and all these little things, little cost, help us out. And if you want to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts, very very helpful. Absolutely. You might not think it is, but it, it's great, and we love to hear from you. And you can message us on Instagram at Ghost Town Pod. Absolutely, you can email us at Ghost Town Pod at Gmail Especially if there's this is kind of a, a different. This is a pivot on what we usually do. I would say in general, yeah. like yes. this is a little bit of a different vibe going. A little bit we're telling a different story. So stuff like this is also really interesting to us. Really fascinated by it. You ready to kill those again? Yeah, baby. He was like, "Oh, you know what this thing needs? Three gun ports." <laughs> <laughs> a 50 caliber rifle, and I was there when my former roommate shot a 50 cal. It is a very intense. It, it's not meant to like ow. It's meant to like go through buildings. Blast. And is it one of those things where the bullet explodes inside of the person? Uh, I don't. Well, I it, it would not. It would go right through. It's oh, too just powerful. Tearing it through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you want to fire at like another tank, yeah. or you want to fire at a building. Yeah, humans are just like cotton candy yeah. that you're. A, through. a 308 semi-automatic and a 22 long rifle. So when he sealed himself in, there was no way out. It wasn't it like, was oh, done. it wasn't like, okay, hey guys, let's mm-hmm. talk. He was like, yeah. I'm not leaving this thing. So he made it where he was like, I'm not leaving. Can you imagine that moment like where you, you get into the killdozer? Like this is the rest of your life will exist in this tank. And you seal yourself in and you're like, you take a breath. And you turn on the ignition to the killdozer and you're just like, go time. Well, I, I I think that would be, you know, if he was like, I don't want the option of one being captured, arrested, or mm-hmm. if I decide that, you know, oh no, I made a, a huge mistake. He's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to, this decision I made, I'm going to be living with this, mm-hmm. whether I like it or not. I know. You think there were any snacks in there, though? Potato chips with Olean in it, like the low fat, like that kind of like low, like the Olean. Yeah. Like Gardetto's low fat, only 200 calories. Yeah. Like stuff like that. So it took him about a year and a half to make. On June 4th, 2004, he sealed himself inside the Killdozer's cockpit and set out for the the town. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, again, you, you just start that engine. There's no going back. So he drove the machine out of his shop. Through the wall. <laughs> Who needs the shop anymore? Yeah. You're done. He's like, this I'm not coming of- back to this place. Yeah, this day, this is probably his last day. You know when the Kool-Aid man's like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what the, that's yeah. what the killdozer did. Yeah. So he went through the concrete. Anyone who's, mm-hmm. he had like a hit list. Oh. And he kind of, you know, he really did kind of get burned on a lot of the zoning things. There was mm-hmm. things that they kind of were trying to punish him for that were really out of his hands. It was like kind mm-hmm. of an unfair zoning thing. He was like, hey, it's like where my shop was, where it was, and you changed the zoning thing. So mm-hmm. that puts me in a the precarious situation where like I can't win. But he can win, I guess, depending on yeah. your definition of winning. Yeah, winning, the the concept of winning is very malleable in the story. A former judge's widow's home. A former judge's widow. Yeah. Oof. So any, I think he's probably like- enough? She, he probably was like, I'm going to just do the greatest hits of all the people that. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it's, it's again, it's one of those lists where you're like, you don't even know if the people make sense on it, but they're going down and they're going down today in the next two hours. So for two hours and seven minutes, that's a really long time to be and not, it's not like he was going like over the course of like 200 miles. No. It's a couple. It's also um, like a slow, like, can you imagine 
I think bulldozers maybe go 15 miles an hour yeah. tops. Oh, this slow death machine just like slowly destroying very slow this woman's wall, this home, this and everyone's like, "Stop this thing." Right. They couldn't and the police they, and who's prepared for that? Oh, no. can you get the can you get the get the riot stop? team. But they they're used to probably stopping people and cars. They're not mm-hmm. used to stopping things that are cuz even tanks can't shovel things out of the way yeah you can run them over so his killdozer would just shovel things away <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know using the the, the bulldoze part and just like you're done yeah there's just no way there's no way to stop it oh, and two God. hours and seven minutes is a really long time yeah it's like two-thirds of the irish do you think people were outside watching from their homes like like on lawns? i think they've had people you know yeah but if i'm sure they were you know what i mean there's it was you know during the day, it wasn't like the middle of the night. Yeah. The governor authorizing the National Guard to attack with Apache helicopters. Whoa. That's like big, you know what I mean? It's like missiles yeah. and chain guns and all that and anti-tank missiles. Yeah, and I bet you run the risk too of, of if you're open firing on this killdozer, of the bullets ricocheting off and hitting other people, whatever, more destruction. Yeah, so they're just not prepared for that. It's no. not like, hey, what do we do in this situation? A man who snapped and used his bulldozer to wreak havoc on a small town. Yeah. yeah. Be prepared for that, people. The attacks were even in place, and had he might he might not wedged himself in the basement of a hardware store mm-hmm. on his own, they would have been carried out. So he got stuck mm-hmm. in the hardware store, and he like couldn't get out. You know what I mean? He yeah. probably wasn't like, I, let me do a trial run. Let me see yeah. what I can get in and no, out of. No, he's not going to do yeah a beta version of the killdozer. You just do the killdozer. A destroyed XL energy truck is stuck into the Mountain Park's electric building as a result of Marvin Heemeyer's rampage with an armored bulldozer. XL Energy. <laughs> Don't get bulldozed. Whoa. <laughs> Don't get killdozed. Rule number one. Uh, he attempted to bulldoze Gamble's hardware store, and he got stuck in that oh, hardware store. Good old yeah, small town Gamble's hardware store, just trying to make a buck. And with the end in sight, Heemeyer killed himself with a 357 in his cockpit, determined to leave the world on his own terms, and he did. So he has yeah. a bit of a... That's the the furthest of on your own terms that I've ever heard. Like he was like... Well, I'm not going hyper, to jail. I'm not... Hyper on my own terms. Yeah. In this hardware store wedged in with my own gun inside of my death tank. I'm sure that was going to be the end result. I mean, wh- what... Yeah. I, I really tried to play this out in my mind. I was like, what are the, what are the possible outcomes? There mm-hmm. are none. That's the only outcome. It's just a matter of when. Is it two hours and seven minutes? Is it two hours and 20 minutes? Yeah. Is it the full length of the Irishman? <laughs> almost four hours. I it's don't like know. one bite of his Oreo thin, and he was like, it's time he's to like, go, world. He's like, why didn't I just get the regular ones? Why am I so <laughs> like worried? So slim. He, he's you're dying. used to them. You're used to them. It's like Snagwell's devil's food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one likes them, but you're used to it. There was $7 million in property damage. Wow. And if you want to inflate that for... You know what it's like in 2019. I don't know, twelve million. Yeah, still a lot. Yeah, uh, no one was hurt. Some people say that it was his intention not to hurt anybody, but uh, well, other people guns, say though. it was a bit of just circumstance, like mm-hmm. you know, uh, buildings not being occupied, people not being at work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I believe school might have been out. So it, you know, some people are like, oh, he that thing where it's like an anti-hero thing, mm-hmm. and I guess depending on who you ask, it is an anti-hero thing, but... I mean, it does kind of represent the slighted working-class man who, again, took things into his own hands and did what he felt like he needed to do. So I get how that can be this anti-hero type, but then it's, again, who are you really hurting? Small businesses, pretty much? Like, independent homes? And I'm sure that 
there are people that, you know, and listen, people are shady, people are greedy, mm-hmm. people do things and they're like, hey, what are you going to do about it? You know, we have the blessing of the mayor, we have the blessing mm-hmm. of the town. And I think Kimeyer was somebody that, you know, if you like owed him money, mm-hmm. he would like chase you down. Like he, somebody owed him $124 from a muffler job and he went after the money. Like he was yeah. like you. So is a very, you know, his idea of justice and mm-hmm. fairness was very aggressive. Yeah. Once he got it in his head. So interesting. I wonder if there was like what the one moment was where he was like, I'm going to, like the seed was planted in his head. He's like, I'm going to do, like what one piece of paper, what one weird zoning thing, like what one sign was the thing where he was like, could have gone back to when he was six years old. You know what I mean? When when he was like, I want to play on the swings and somebody's like, no, No, I'm bigger. I don't want to play on the swings. Yeah. Yeah. Eat shit. So they searched his home and they found multiple notes and audio tapes that outlined his motivations. Mm -hmm. They also found that several men who had visited his shop where he was building the killdozer had never noticed it uh, which was very encouraging. He Myers like, oh, nobody knows. God, I'm invisible. So as far as what happened to the Killdozer yeah. itself. Is it now a, a tourist attraction? I wish. Oh, can you imagine right. sitting in the cockpit of that? Whoa. No. Also, you're, cele- you're celebrating something that's like pretty, is like a no, really it's negative. Dark. It's, it's like very a, dark. It's very but dark thing. It's also like this interesting. Honestly, it's kind of a marvel of engineering. It in is. In some ways too. On Reddit, somebody said, he's like, you know, he's a great welder. Mm-hmm. What if he was that good at chemistry? What would he, what would his method be? Yeah, because yeah. he was so good at this and this uh-huh. was the outcome, what if he was good at something that was potentially more quicker mm-hmm. and more destructive instead of slower and- Yeah, like poisonous or, gases or something. Like you're talking about like cl- the Joker or like yeah. classic villains in, in superhero movies. Yeah. It's things like that. The Killdozer itself- was taken apart and sold for scrap. They sent the pieces to dozens of scrapyards to stop people like you trying to show up like there. Not at all and sick trying at all, to get, but normal adjusted people like me who just wants to sit in the cockpit of the killdozer. People were like, I want to I want to build a killdozer. Mm-hmm. I want to know how to build it. I want need to Copy see cats. how to, Yeah, I want to see how to build mm-hmm. the, the killdozer. So it's it's not really beneficial to have it, but there's great pictures, great mm-hmm. video. So I'm gonna quote KMGH TV, quoting Marvin Hemeyer. God built me for this job, Hemeyer said in his first recording. He also said it was God's plan that he not be married or have a family so that he could be in a position to carry out such an attack. Wow. I think God will bless me to get the machine done, to drive it, to do the stuff I have to do. God blessed me in advance for the task that I'm about to undertake. It is my duty. God has asked me to do this. It is the cross that I'm going to carry, and I'm carrying it in God's name. Wow. Religion's a good thing. It's a healthy, good thing. Untreated mental illness. Whoa. God was like, instructed me to knock down part of a widow's house and roam the streets shooting to get stuck in a hardware store. I mean, God should have like a cooler calling for this man. Are you... Are you done with your soapbox? Are you done with your soapbox? Are you there, God? It's me, Rebecca. (laughs) On Reddit, X the Big E writes, The city fined him $2,500 because his property wasn't attached to the sewer grid after another company destroyed the sewers to build their business. Mm. So that's not... It's things like that. Yeah, yeah. Because there's people that are are more familiar with this or they're from from Granby. So Icarus Sky says... Cool name. 
it wasn't about the fine itself. It was the fact that he was fined for something that was neither his fault nor his legal responsibility. Then when they tried to rectify the situation through normal legal means, they threw it in his face and basically told him to kick rocks. They had the power and he didn't. Mm-hmm. There is a documentary that debuted, I believe, in March of this year at South by Southwest called Tread. It's not called The Killdozer? No. I think that's a little too on the... Oh, maybe, but it's uh, so yeah. sexy. I know. Horrible. But Tread also sounds like a horror movie, too. Like Tread, I know. Tread sounds like it's like an action, like starring The Rock. I want to thank all that's interesting, Cracked, Vice, and Reddit. Do you want Ooh. to start talking about... You want to get back in your soapbox and now? Here, and we're back. God. God <laughs> and his followers. <laughs> This is the Killer Babes podcast. I'm Kirby. And I'm Katie. We are the Killer Babes. Tell them what we do, Kirby. We go to places in New England because we are a New England podcast and we find out what's paranormal, what's spooky, what's not paranormal. And we also do true crime. Yes. Anything that we think is interesting in the New England area. And like Kirby said, we go when we can. We report back what we find. It's a great time. If I do say so myself, We usually stop for some brews. Oh, Along with the booze. Very usually. Check us out. We have season one, and we are in two episodes of season two. So we have a lot of great stuff for you guys to go listen to. Yes, and check us out on Instagram and Facebook, Killer Babes Podcast, Twitter, Killer Babes Pod, or email us at killerbabespodcast at gmail.com. Guys, I'll make this quick so you can get back to your murder podcast or whatever you're listening to. I'm Drama from Group Chat, the number one podcast in the world. We make cool people smarter and smart people cooler. Seriously. Our topics range from Kim Kardashian to Jeff Bezos to Donald Trump and everything in between. If you want to be entertained and educated, check us out right now in the podcast app. Just search Group Chat. By the way, The ex-boyfriend isn't the killer. It's her best friend who is. Sorry for ruining that. But now that you have a little bit more time, give us a listen.